What is living in lockdown like? As the world tries to make sense of the coronavirus and South Africa is knee-deep in a government-initiated lockdown, we'll be hearing from different voices what they're up to and how they're handling living in the lockdown. As the Jewish community prepares for Pesach, the Passover, a major Jewish holiday, one of the most widely celebrated Jewish holidays of all, we thought it would be time to catch up with a good friend of mine and someone who I, I regard as one of the wisest people in the world, Rabbi Yossi Goldman. Together with uh, Shavuot and Sukkot, Passover is one of the three pilgrimage festivals during which the entire population of the Kingdom of Judah used to make a pilgrimage to the Temple in Jerusalem. Now, we're in lockdown, so that changes quite a lot. Rabbi, first of all, it's very good to see you. Uh, I hope you're holding up well during lockdown. Where are you? I'm at home in Oakland's Johannesburg. Very good. And the family are all well? I hope so. It's just me and my wife here at home. The children and grandchildren are all over the place. And you've been checking in, fact, in on them? Uh, yeah, yeah. In fact, we had a grandson the other week in Cape Town, and we couldn't even attend the bris. I the circumcision ceremony, and we couldn't even do it on Zoom because because it was on the Sabbath. Uh, well, muzzle tough on the on the the new grandchild, though. Thank you, thank you. So, Rabbi, what so happens? What happens to Pesach when you're in lockdown? I mean, what can people do? What's what's gonna? You can't go to shul, right? Well, the shuls have been closed. The schools have been closed. Houses of worship have been closed. Government order, and uh, we understand. In fact, uh, we had a chat. The rabbis of uh, of South Africa had a chat yesterday on uh, on Zoom with Professor Barry Shub, mm-hmm. one of the leading uh, experts in this field. He's retired now, but a um, good friend of mine. And he said the houses of worship are arguably one of the most dangerous places where the yeah. virus can thrive because people are so close-knit and in such close communication and contact and, and sitting next to each other normally and so on. So not only can't we go on pilgrimage to Jerusalem, we can't even go to shul hmm. down the road in, at Sydenham Highlands North. So uh, we have to do it all ourselves. We have to do it at home. During the week, we're doing a lot on Zoom. I'm actually working hard. I'm working harder now than I had to work a whole year. I have to innovate. We have to be creative. We're having Zoom, Zoom, Zoom services, Zoom lectures. Well, Rebbe, how does it work with uh, the congregation? I mean, can you get everybody together online, or can you can you podcast or video cast a sermon? How how does it work? So we're doing all of that. We're using using Zoom and Facebook, and uh, we've created uh, a big uh, Corona Congregation WhatsApp group. We have hundreds of people, and uh, we are doing daily services by Zoom. Uh, It's not the same. You need to be together, you know, 10 men together to form a congregation. but, But in order to keep people connected and to keep people praying, so I will lead the service, even though we're basically all worshiping ourselves in our own homes, but we're together. And it's it's very nice to see each other. You know, on Zoom, we can see each other and we chat a bit before and we chat a bit after. And I take questions and uh, and I've given lectures. And uh, the other night we had, uh, Saturday night, we had uh, our whole congregational team, my colleague, Rabbi Stern, my wife, his wife, our cantor, 
a choir master, wow, uh, musical director on, on guitar. You know, if it's not the Sabbath, we can we can use all kinds of music, and uh, and we had we had a whole session for an hour and a half. My wife shared recipes online. Wow. It was uh, this is terrific. So it was like a a, a mega Passover event, uh, courtesy <laughs> courtesy of Zoom. So the the, the Sydney Shul is 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 busier than ever. I've just finished my 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 Passover newsletter a few minutes ago. And uh, we'll be sending it out uh, on email tomorrow, please, God. Rabbi, what what, so, uh, would, what would usually take place at this time of year? What is the usual routine? Okay, so so much of the the interesting thing is that Passover is observed more at home than in the synagogue, hmm. even at the best of times, hmm. because the seder, the Passover night meal the first of which took place back in egypt mm -hmm. over 3300 years ago is something which takes place at home right family and friends gathering together now it's going to be just the nuclear family so my children have their children with them mm -hmm. i have thank god i have my wife <laughs> thank god she has me uh and 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 in fact somebody made an interesting comment they said there will be more seders observed this year than perhaps ever in history. Yeah. Because whereas previously different families joined together for one, now everybody's going to make, got to make their own in lockdown. Well, my, my history, so my history is a bit sketchy on this, but I do remember that the, the actual night of the Passover in, in the, the original story that this happened in Egypt, as you already said, but it was the last of the plagues, and we're going through a plague now of a kind as well. But what happened was that the the Israelites, the the the, the Jews, were they, they stayed in their houses. They painted an, a sign on the door, and the angel of the Lord passed by and spared their eldest children. He didn't pass by; he passed over. Right, that's where the name Passover. Correct. Passed over the Jew Jewish homes, and 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 the Jewish firstborn was spared, and the Egyptian firstborn sadly lost their lives. That was the tenth and final plague. Hmm. Only owing to Pharaoh's uh, stubbornness right. and uh, obstinacy and refusal to see. I mean, there have been nine plagues already. I mean, he still didn't get it. You know, he was obviously slowly a slow learner. <laughs> no, he, he was just super obstinate and uh and and it was tragic it was tragic and and when he lost his own firstborn then he came out in his pajamas and begged moses go 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 just get out of here and and so it was that they left the next day so the first seder feast in history took place back in egypt that night mm -hmm. and they had to finish before midnight and midnight is when the final plague struck, and then the next day, the Jews were out of there. Now, Rabbi, the 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 hard thing for a lot of people is that there may be some who are separated from their families at this time. There may be people who are, for various reasons, either they're they're ill, they're in hospital, perhaps at the worst uh, possible end of the of the spectrum, or they're in a position where the the families are all separated all over the place. Um, you know, travel restrictions apply, and people are in lockdown. Do you do you have a message for the, the, the Jewish community at this time? First of all, we are giving as much practical assistance and guidance and instructions to people who are home alone 
and have to do it for themselves and have never conducted a Seder before. So we're sending out lots of uh, emails and instructions and, and directions and, and videos. And, and, and there's so much available online. There's, I, I just can't keep up. My phone doesn't stop with uh, all kinds of things. And, and now we're exposed to the whole world. Yeah. We were getting stuff from America, from England, from Israel, from Australia, it, it, and, and our stuff is going around the world. I mean, I, I've been invited to give a talk to Australian Jewry next week wow. uh, d- d- during Passover, which was uh, flattering, and I'm, I'm happy to do it. But the, the, the world has become a really global village more than ever before now. But my message, my, my, my encouraging and inspirational message, if you will, to people who are home alone for Pesach, which is normally a time of family get-togethers and in unity and amazing. Pesach is probably the single most close-knit family festival of the year. So for us to be home alone and doing it apart from our family, and we cannot do it on Zoom because it's a, it's a sacred day and we don't use electronics on, on, on the festive day. Uh, my message is that uh, we will help you with all the directions and we still have a few there's three, there are still uh, two or so shopping days left to Pesach. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and you can still get whatever you're missing. But my message is you may be alone, but you don't have to be lonely. And understand that God is with you. Your people are with you. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the most famous lines of the Seder service is where we ask the Manishtana, we ask questions. And traditionally, the child asks the father these four famous four questions. The most famous introduction, of course, why is this night nights, you know? We're all asking that question now. Why is this Pesach written from all other Pesachs? We are really struggling here. <laughs> but we are promised that you can ask those questions yourself, even alone. And your father, whether he's down the road or elsewhere, or even if he's up in heaven, will be there to listen and somehow to find a way to answer your questions. And certainly our father in heaven is there listening and will find a way to answer the questions as only he can. So we must... Try and, and, and invigorate ourselves and inspire ourselves and strengthen ourselves that we shouldn't be alone. I must tell you that since the lockdown began, it's, you know, it's my wife and I, and we're really, okay, we're blessed, thank God. We, we have a, a home with the, with the garden and we can walk out. And today was a sunny day and I, I took a walk in the garden, so I'm not uh, cooped up as, as many people in, in flats or, or small shack dwellers. But we're finding so much... We're doing so many things together we never have time for. <laughs> we studied together. We studied together on Shabbat. We actually studied a whole dissertation together. We haven't done that in ages. We used to do it when we were first married. It's been a long time. So there are things that we have time for now that we simply did not have time for, whether it's reading or, or, or catching up with people during the week or calling people we didn't have a chance to get around to. And and even the, the, the Sabbath meals and please God the seders and the festive meals and, and and the services, we can do it ourselves and we can find deep, deep meaning and and relevance as we do it ourselves. So we we believe, you know, I, I'm a student of the of the of my saintly Rebbe of blessed memory who taught us 
a message of positivity. In fact, they wrote a book about him called Positivity Bias. He was an incredibly positive person. He always saw the positive. And I can only imagine what he would say today. And, and I think he might be saying to embrace the positive. And that there's so much positive. I mean, Charles Dickens said uh, it was the best of times and it was the worst of times, the French Revolution. We could say the same now. It's the best of times in the sense that we are seeing so much kindness and caring and compassion and sensitivity and sacrifice from health workers down, people putting their lives at risk to help others. It's absolutely inspirational. Mm. Yes, it may be the worst of time. Yes, there are greedy fools who are trying to fleece people and so on. But I really believe that's a small minority. Mm. I mean, even our police minister is telling us that crime is down dramatically. I think the criminals are afraid to go out, whatever it might be. <laughs> but there is so much more good in the world today that is coming out. There's an explosion of goodness and kindness that we are seeing around the whole world. It's absolutely inspirational. I mean, did you hear the Queen's speech? I mean, yeah. amazing. So there, there is so much good that we can focus on. And I'm not praying to go back to normal. I'm praying to go back to a better world. I'm praying that when we get out of here, it will be a new world. It will be a different world, a far more sensitive, moral, ethical, nicer world. And even businesses will be nicer to each other and countries will be nicer to each other. Thank God there's no more wars going on. Yeah. There haven't been, any, haven't been any, any attacks on one country or another. There hasn't been any terror attacks, hardly. And... Uh, Hopefully, it will be a new world and a better world, and hopefully a world where where really we see the, the, the messianic dream finally becoming real and manifest. Rabbi, do you, do you feel confident that we will be able to rebuild after this? Because in some ways, the economic impact is still incalculable. Um, there are going to be a lot of people who are going to, to still go through the hardship which lies ahead. Um, are you feeling confident and optimistic about that based on what you've just said i imagine you are i am i mean it's not easy i i have children around the world uh, in different currencies i try and help them before before peso at, at 1921 to the dollar i think it was last i looked yeah it's uh, my, my 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 money that i send them isn't worth very much i'm afraid but i i, I really hope that it will it will change and look we have seen some tremendous leadership and courage from our government, which was sorely lacking for the last years. And I think everybody is impressed and respectful of that and, and quite inspired to see that, myself included. And I believe it can be a harbinger for better times and that there will be new leadership, new respect, and new cooperation that's 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 my hope that's my dream and i and, and i don't think it's pie in the sky wishful thinking i i think there's grounds for being optimistic well all i can do is is wish you well over pesach and uh, and love to the family and love to the community at large and and i hope that this will be a time for all those things you've already mentioned renewal rebuilding uh, a better world a kinder world uh, thankfully, we've got people like you in it to help show us the way. You're very kind, Gareth, and I want to wish all those from all, all the faiths who are celebrating their 
festivals at this time, whichever it may be, that it should go well for them also. And uh, we're all in this together. Yep. We have we have never been uh, as one facing <laughs> the same threat, and that 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 brings us all together. God bless you. Thank you. Indeed. Thank you, Rabbi. Always a pleasure to speak to you.